This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna. And today we have the opportunity to talk to James out of Canada. He's got a real nice setup there with all these plants, and I just love it. Such a nice background. Um, You know, it's refreshing to see stuff other than a boring desk. So, James, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to chat with you today. And uh, yeah, thanks. I love to keep it green around here. Yeah, looks good. Um, so James, tell me about yourself. You know, who are you? Where are you from? How did you wind up in real estate? Yeah, I'm uh, from Canada. I was born in Edmonton, Alberta, which is just north of Montana. And then I got into real estate actually buying income properties, buying, selling, flipping, that kind of stuff. And I liked it so much, I decided to get my license. And over the last, um, over the last 10 years, built the Edmonton shop up quite a bit. And then recently moved to Vancouver, Canada and um, opened a second office there. So we've got two teams, one in each city and uh, through EXP, we've scaled and grown both teams. Sorry, I'm on mute here because my um, AC in this office likes to sound like a kettle pot boiling over. Just a little whistle. Yes. Um, But yeah, okay. That's awesome. And so let's backtrack a little bit. You talked a little bit about EXP, but how were you introduced to it? Was it your first brokerage? Um, Did you move? Yeah, we moved. I was with another brokerage for about 12 years. And then I was thinking about actually getting my broker's license and transitioning my team into being a small boutique brokerage. And as I was going through that exploration and the journey of what that might look like, um, One of my mentors and colleagues switched over and talked to me about the opportunity and I realized, hey, this is great because EXP essentially is a platform that allows us to operate like a small brokerage within a brokerage and it's it's been fantastic ever since. Yes, absolutely, James. Um, So what's one of your favorite things about EXP now that you are over here, right? It's got that um, sense of collaboration, it's stock options, rev share, uh, you know, virtual world. There's so much that EXP has to offer. So what's one of your favorite things about it or maybe something you didn't expect that now you really love about EXP? I would say something I didn't expect was just how great the North American community is. I've been to mm-hmm. Shareholder Summit a few times. I've been to um, ExpCon a few times, and they're just they're great. You know, I I think if, as far as a conference goes, they're very very angled towards the educational component. Where a lot of real estate conferences I've been at is are a little light on content, a little heavier on mm-hmm. the uh, socializing aspect. So. I think the EXP conference does a much better job of balancing content with fun, which I, I appreciate. You know, I'm I'm going to a conference to learn. I'm not just going to have a party personally. That's my vibe. So sure. I, I really like that about the EXP conferences. And, you know, from the perspective of someone who's building a business, a team, um, there's no better platform than EXP. Like the, the ability to attract agents and um, set up a, a referral group through revenue shares has been really, really terrific. And... 
I really like that uh, the stock the stock purchase program gives all the agents that work with us an opportunity to build towards retirement because that's not really something that has been part of the real estate industry up mm-hmm. until this point. You know, I most people they make their their money in commission and then you have to take care of your own financial planning. So it's really nice to see that the brokerage has thought about how to care about the the agent's future, which is that's important to me. Yeah. Yeah, it is important. And, you know, um, nobody wants to be opening doors until they're 85 or 90 years old. So uh, the fact that they've got stock options and multiple streams of income is incredible. Um, So James, you know, how do you draw the line between work and play? Because uh, real estate can swallow you whole if you let it and you can be getting calls at any hour of the day or night. So how do you draw that line, set those boundaries and try to chase after a little bit of a work-life balance? Yeah, totally. That's a fantastic question. And you know, work-life balance is one of the things we really focus on as a team. Mm-hmm. For us, I mean, having a team allows for that because if you want to take some off time, you know, you've got other agents that are on the same team they, that you can trust, that have your back, that can handle your clients. And teamwork is a really important part of how we operate as a team. I know some teams are more like, you know, a loosely affiliated group of individuals, but our team really lo- looks into teamwork quite a bit. Um, the other thing I really try to focus on is my personal approach to building our business is very um, sphere-based. So we don't do a lot of pay-per-click advertising or buying web leads or, you know, screening a million leads through an ISA. We do real estate a little more old school, which is like, really going deep into fewer more select relationships so um the the philosophy that i always share with my agents is it's not really a work-life balance it's a work-life blend and so you know for example two weekends ago i was in a i was at a bachelor party in nashville with uh, there were 12 oh. dudes awesome time um are you from nashville uh, that's you where i live <laughs> No way. Okay. Well, I was rolling in your, rolling in your hood. And, you know, I knew five of the guys on the trip, seven of them I didn't. And, you know, at a glance, it's just me at a bachelor party, having a good time meeting some new friends. But, you know, two of those, but like business comes up, you talk about life, you you know, I let them know what I do. And, you know, two of them have reached out to me, just talk a little bit more about real estate. Um, This weekend, I'm going for a getaway in Victoria, British Columbia, which is, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's, it's I've I've heard of it. Yeah. Beautiful city on an island. Um, and I'm going, we're going, it's going to be five couples with some kids involved. And, you know, each and every one of those couples are people I would consider to be some of my closer friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but three of those couples where I was friends, they've also all used my real estate services. One of the other couples used my real estate services first. We became friends and then they got integrated into that greater sphere of friends. So, you know, it's, it's not a work trip, but I am with, I'm going to be with, you know, four different families who have created well over $100,000 of business for me in the real estate world. So that's what I mean by work-life blend is I really, instead of trying to separate real estate from life, the way that I do business is I incorporate real estate in life because I know that as long as you own the fact that you're a realtor and have a good time doing it, that that bachelor party, that barbecue, that that happy hour, that slow pitch tournament, wherever you go, there's an opportunity to meet new people, build a friendship, deepen a relationship. And then, you know, if you, if you kind of, just mention and be excellent in real estate when they're ready in two, three, four, five, six years, like whenever they're ready, chances are they're reaching out to you. So that's kind of more my approach. And it makes, it makes the work of real estate a lot, feel a lot less like work because it's just, mm-hmm. you know, you just sprinkle it into the stuff that I would enjoy doing anyways, even if I wasn't a realtor. Yeah. Always kind of working and building that sphere of influence and uh, yeah. no greater marketing than word of mouth. So that is, um, 
you know, way to turn setting boundaries for work into still working, but it seems like you uh, enjoy it, James. And that's what's ma- That's what matters. Yeah. Um, as long as you're recharged and your best self for your clients, it's great. So let's talk uh, all things Icon Award. That's why you're here. Yeah, um, yeah. What does your production look like, right? So what's that average housing price out um, in your market and how many houses do you have to sell to be able to cap? Yeah. So in market one, Edmonton, the average house price is about 450,000, And so to cap is about eight of those. And then to icon is about another, you know, 30 on top of that. So anywhere from anywhere from 30 to 35 houses, typically cap gets you icon in the Edmonton market. Uh, Our volume in Edmonton is about 250 ends per year. So um, we're, we're definitely one of the leaders in that marketplace, uh, one of the top teams. And then in Vancouver, that's, that's one of the most expensive cities in North America. So the average home price is about 1.5 million. And, um, you know, you don't need to sell very many of those to, to hit icon and, uh, our volume, our, our volume in Vancouver is about mm, 10 houses a month. So okay. both, yeah. So from a profitability perspective, both, both teams are about the same amount of profitability because one Vancouver sale equals you know, three Edmonton sales. Absolutely. No, that's, that's awesome, James. And, uh, it's a good question to ask all my icons to kind of gauge what kind of market they're working with and what, uh, iconing yeah. looks like for them. And my next question is going to be, you know, to icon and get all that cat back in stock. You do have a cultural commitment. So you have to step away from making the money yeah. and the rev and give back to EXP. So what's your cultural commitment and why do you go with that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so obviously, I love attending the conferences. Uh, you know, those are those are two of the components as well as attending the conferences. So, love being there. Love networking with the other top performers. And there's just with the, how fast the industry evolves, there's just so much to learn. That uh, for me, it's really important to just see what other people are doing, learn from them, and come with an open mind and make sure that uh, you know I'm absorbing the expertise of a lot of our peers through EXP. And I, I love that. But for the actual cultural component, I prefer um, teaching courses in the uh, EXP University. That's kind of something I really enjoy doing. And part of my role on both of my teams is I'm in charge of training for both of our teams. So I hold a lot. I hold a buy like twice a week. I do a training program for all the agents on our team. And then once a week, we have a a special workshop style roundtable conversation with all of our senior agents which is okay. any age any agent who's done at least four hundred thousand of gci career and has been in the business at least two years so awesome. that's that, that gets a little more advanced because i mean you know once they're at that level they don't need to go through prospect scripts again and again and again so yeah absolutely. because i do that already as part of the team i just get to, i just kind of every year i submit a list of the top five most popular topics that i gave mm-hmm. to my team and then the, the the university people will pick a couple. And then, you know, it, it allows me to be efficient because I get to use content I've already created and share it with the greater EXP world. So this year, um, starting in the fall, I will be teaching a class about objection handling and uh, just strategies for handling some of the most common objections that we hear as agents. So like commission objection, just browsing objection, you know, et cetera. Awesome. Well, if you want to do a teaser on that class anytime, let me know and we can throw a little episode together for that. That would be awesome. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Yeah, just let me know. This is a free resource to you guys, so might as well. 
And um, James, let's talk about benefits of iconing, right? So you get um, the opportunity to earn cap back in stock. You can go to shareholders, XPCon for more stock. Um, I mean, you get a big glass shiny trophy. So what's your favorite benefit of iconing? Why do you set that as a standard for yourself to keep achieving in your career? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd be lying if uh, I said it wasn't about those dollars. I mean, Mm -hmm. being a realtor is really hard and being a good realtor is really hard. That's why that's why 5% of the realtors make 95% of the revenue in this business. So, you know, it is it is a nice perk to get recognized for performance because no other brokerage does that. I mean, I have I have a bookshelf full of trophies and certificates and glass statuettes uh, from my previous brokerage. And, you know, I've got, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of cash stock from this mm-hmm. brokerage. So, you know, it's, I have a lot of colleagues in other um, sales, sales, like similar sales industries, pharmaceutical sales, insurance sales, um, vehicular sales. And, you know, when they when they perform, they get bonused with tangible things. And it's yeah. it's cool to be part of a company that understands that, like, you know, when when there is something tangible associated with a performance milestone, it adds a little extra zip to, to work for it. And right now, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not the only icon on our team. We've got counting three icons on our team as team members with two wow. more who probably should get it this year. And I mean, awesome. just, just switching over to the company, I, you, I can tell like it, it's a little bit of a fire because, you know, if you're three transactions away from icon and that cap anniversary is coming up, you better believe they're going to dig deep and, and earn it, which is really, yeah. really cool to see. So for me, I think, you know, it's, it's recognition in a tangible way is, is what I really, really like about it. And then for any, you know, they've really started adding, just icon perks to the the program in terms of the conference so like at the last conference there was a, a, a an icon vip lounge which was kind of nice they had like you know food and drinks and coffee for us which was really cool and the icon breakfast at the most recent uh summit was quite lovely really nice events um so you know it's it's nice that they they, they recognize and reward that performance. And I really appreciate that. Absolutely. No, that was a really fun event with all kinds of raffles. Um, that I was yeah. at that one. I got on stage for like 15 seconds, um, super last minute. And uh, that was a great opportunity to connect with other icons. And um, you guys were kind of having like little mini masterminds at each of the tables. So I thought that was a really cool opportunity yeah. for y'all. And really uh, there we learned that there's only about 2,400 icon agents. So yeah, yeah, that was a that was a bit of a surprise to me. I mean, because by mathematically speaking, that's closer to like the top one to two percent of the company, and I I kind of thought three thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's about eighty three. So I I had kind of thought yeah, top two two and a half percent. I I thought it was more like five to ten percent of the company was iconing, but um, yeah, I guess I guess that uh, that level is a little more elite than I gave it credit for, which is just cool to be a part of it. That's right. Absolutely, James. And, um, you know, it is cool to be a part of. So a lot of people strive for that goal. And that being said, you know, somebody that may be new to EXP or their new realtor, EXP is their first brokerage. How would yeah. they go about iconing in their first year? Is that possible for them? Uh, what are some major mistakes to avoid or some daily goals to set out for that? Just give them some advice if they're listening right now. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. And I mean, if if I had been with EXP in my first year, I would have hit Icon in my first year. So it is possible because, I mean, I would have done it 
So that's at least one person who could have gotten that production level in their first year. And I, I do see it happen. I do see it happen. Even in our even in our EXP RevShare group, there's a couple of people who I've seen in our group chat who are you know newer agents that are on track for Icon in their first year. So it's definitely possible. Um, you know, I mean, the the one thing that I think is like the litmus test of determining how successful someone's going to be as a realtor. Um, and this is what we recruit for. This is what we train for. This is what we interview for is your capacity to consistently have as many conversations with as many people about real estate as possible every single week. So I think a lot of people get in their own way by, you know, spending 20 hours trying to craft the perfect social media post or, you know, they want to learn the, a better script for a better objection handle or, you know, they they just try to keep building a better mousetrap and there's there's no substitution and like all of that is time that takes away from building relationships with people and talking to them about real estate so mm-hmm. i mean it's it's not a sexy answer but it's it's generating leads and getting contact information from new people and then you know prospecting and following up you know it's like yeah okay you you went door knocking and met 15 new people in the neighborhood if you don't spend the rest of the week connecting with them talking with them seeing how you can provide value in real estate it's just it's just words on a paper names and phone numbers so the fortunes in the follow-up and there's there's no shortcut that i have seen in this business yet that makes deals materialize out of thin air um you got to meet people you got to talk to people you got to build relationships with people and um you know even the people that seem to be doing really well on social media you know somebody somebody gives you a dm saying Hey, I saw your awesome, cool real estate post. Okay, well, you still have to DM them back and get their contact mm-hmm. info, and eventually have a conversation with them and meet them for coffee and deliver real estate yep. service. Like, yeah, all you you know, even even creating a you know a slightly more intelligent marketing marketing machine just gets you more contact information and more people more quickly. But mm-hmm. as an agent, it's your job to build a relationship. So. Um, you know, I, I'm being repetitive because it's so important. Talk to as yeah. many different people about real estate every day and mm-hmm. build a ba- build a daily routine out of it, build a daily habit out of it. If you're a little more um, admin- administratively focused, build a daily metric around it. You know, I, I see agents where they'll literally like sit down and on a piece of paper, they won't, they won't stand up out of their desk until they've made 30 outbound phone calls or whatever. Like there's a bunch of different ways to keep yourself on track, but it's... It's just do it. And it's easy to procrastinate by things that feel productive. Like Mm -hmm. I said, making a social media post, doing more training, you know, making a better listing presentation slide deck or binder or whatever. But at the end of the day, none of that stuff's going to matter if you don't have clients. And the only way to get clients is to talk to people. That's right. I, that's great advice, James. I had to write down uh, that there's fortune in the follow-up. I think that's an awesome, awesome little bit of advice. And, um, you know, as far as EXP goes and your transition over here, were you ever skeptical of it? Uh-huh. Yeah. hundred percent skeptical. In Canada. And, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. In Canada, we came over in 2019. And when we came over, there were less than 750 agents Canada wide and less wow. than 50 agents in our city. And so um, a lot of the different brokerages in Canada invested an insane amount of time, money and effort into for lack of a better term, running smear campaigns about EXP. So all of the buzz everywhere was the stocks are made up. It's a sham. It's a scam. It's a pyramid scheme. Like anything, you know, all of the things that you could say about EXP and all of the negative spin, you could spin it. So when we switched over, I kind of did it quietly. Like our brand in in Edmonton is 
so much more about our brand and like when we switched over we told people oh we're the new brokers and they said oh what brokerage were you at before like it was we were the brand the the brokerage wasn't the brand so you know we took our our mogul logo front row center business as usual don't even worry about it and then the exp logo as tiny as compliance would allow it in the corner just and i was like you know what just in case this is a is a scam like like we you know yeah exactly exactly so i'm like you know what when i'm like just in case this is a bunch of fluff and uh this isn't this isn't like something like this if this is a problem we can always just like quietly switch back to our old brokerage change that exp logo back to our old brokerage's logo and just carry on and mm-hmm. so we did we didn't we didn't do any big announcement about it i didn't put any effort into asian attraction i didn't even talk about exp i didn't go to any like we just we're like let's just give it a minute to simmer you still you still came over even though you were skeptical and still felt it out that's interesting yeah hugely skeptical i was like yeah like we had an exit strategy you know we're like we'll give it six months and if this is a scam we are out of here and in Mm -hmm. that six months um i collected about twenty thousand dollars in revenue share just from my team alone like that's that's not external agents that's just the agents that were already on my team doing what they did and i hit icon and that money hit the account and you know i was like okay, everything that they said would happen has happened and even better than I expected. And so that's when, that's when we were like, okay, there's still a lot of negative press going around from eight, from brokerages that are terrified that their agents are going to leave, but let's start trailblazing and being one of the first realtors in our marketplace to just slowly, you know, have a presence with this brand. And, you know, I mean, Asian attraction hasn't been our primary focus, but it's happened. And a lot of really, really good agents have come over in our marketplace and, you know, we're not, we're not power attractors by any means, but, you know, I mean, a few people come over every month and, you know, people reach out to us with curiosity and it's growing really organically and it's nice. I mean, I, you know, when you drive around town now, you see EXP for sale signs all over the place. Whereas when we switched over there, I mean, I hadn't even, I had, for the first two months that I, we were there, the only EXP for sale signs I saw driving around town were ours. Like the other, there weren't, there just weren't enough agents. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, but I mean, you know, there are people that switched over in 2017, 2015, like the early adopters in this company have really been rewarded for their bravery to come over when it was still a very small company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that, you know, they've been rewarded handsomely with those uh, stock options and building up rev shares. So that's awesome. Uh, Great to talk about. And James, you know, as far as um, somebody that may be watching right now, that's skeptical, skeptical about making the move to EXP. um, Maybe they hear things like it's a pyramid scheme. It's a cult. Don't make the move. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. What would you have to say to somebody watching that sees the greener grass, but they're nervous to make the job? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I would say is like, know the source of the negative opinion you have, because usually, like, I mean, people that don't want you to leave are going to say negative things about the competition. So whether you're at Remax or Keller Williams or Century 21 or whatever, like, yeah, of course, the broker and the other agents are going to tell you, don't go there. And then they're going to say whatever they can to smear it. You know, I mean, it's like if you were being interviewed and you knew that the listing client was interviewing five other realtors of course you'd be subtly talking about why you're the best realtor and subtly casting shade on the other Mm -hmm. four realtors that they're considering hiring i mean it's just kind of that's just the nature of the game so know your source you know if you're curious about it don't talk to non-exp agents about it talk to people who are at the company and thriving and enjoying it 
Um, that'd be my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice is like EXP. I mean, in turn, like EXP has pulled what I consider to be the biggest power move of any brokerage. And mm -hmm. let me explain what I mean by that. Most brokerages, you sign up for them, you sign a big, beefy, intimidating contract. And if you leave, there are massive penalties, financial penalties, non-competition clauses, and, 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 and. Like our, when we exited our brokerage, we had to give them six months notice and there were all kinds of challenges and issues associated with migrating over deals and commissions. Like they didn't make it easy on us and the financial penalties were huge. So we had to mm -hmm. like really tiptoe around exiting. Um, EXP, it costs like, I think the activation fee is 200 bucks mm -hmm. and there is zero term, zero commitment, leave whenever you like, fine, no problem. Awesome. Like mm -hmm. that, and I, so that's what I mean. It's a power move. They're so confident that you're going to love it that there's absolutely no barrier to exit. So like you're curious, there is literally no cost to try it and no penalty for leaving. So dip your toe in the pool and see if you like it. And if it's not for you, no harm, no foul, go back to your old brokerage. It's totally fine. The, it kind of reminds me of some of the more old school realtors who don't use buyer's brokerage contracts where, where mm -hmm. they kind of have the mindset of like, I don't sign buyer's brokerage contracts. You know, my buyers work with me because they love me, not because they're on contract. EXP right. has, EXP carries that same level of confidence that our agents are here because they want to be, not because they have to be. So, you know, come join up and if you like it, great. And if you don't, super easy to go back. I'm so impressed. That's such valuable uh, advice and information that you just shared, James. And so um, thank you for that. And yeah, are you no going to be at EXPCon in Las Vegas? You betcha. Yeah, me and all my icons and about a half a dozen other team members already have our hotels and tickets booked. So we're ready to rock and we're going to be coming to have a little fun in Vegas. So yeah, it's going to be great. I, I wouldn't miss it. That's awesome. Um, well, I look forward to seeing you there. And yeah. um, that's that's it for some questions for me today. Sure. That was and terrific. James, Thanks for having me. That, yeah, of course. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with as we wrap up? Hey, well, I mean, at the time of this recording, I don't know when it's going to be broadcast, but hey, it's it's a shifting market. It's scary. So, you know, don't just invest in real estate fundamentals, invest in yourself and your mindset because, you know, keeping keeping your heart strong and your mindset strong is one of the most important pieces of being a realtor. So don't just take care of your clients, but make take time and put it in your schedule to take care of yourself because shifting markets are scary. And if you've never been through one before, you know, you're, you might be stressing right now. Know that it's okay. The shift will shift. We'll get to a new normal and life will go on. But like during the shift, manage manage your emotions and manage your manage yourself. Awesome. Great advice, James. Super quality episode. Thank you so, so much for hey, your thank, time today. Thank you. It was, it was a pleasure yeah. being on. And let me know whenever you're ready to do a spinoff episode and tease about your courses or whatever you want. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks so much. Awesome. Yep. You bet, James. See you in Vegas. <laughs> Bye. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. 
trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. 